What's up, hockey fans, and welcome back to the Good Goal Podcast, episode 32. I'm Christian Brady in my room, and here is the birthday boy, Matt T.R., turning Jordan today, 23. Happy birthday. Thanks. Yeah, this is so weird that we're doing this together. But we just finished golfing. I beat Christian. I whooped him. Yep. Uh, thanks to USGA giving me 20 strokes. Um, yeah. Even so, you're saying whoop. We beat me by two with the 20-stroke <laughs> yeah, <you>, handicap. <laughs> you had you literally straight up, you beat me by 18 strokes. Uh, anyway, yeah. It's fun. Fun fun birthday. And yeah, it was great. It was a great course. If you're around here, Cobbs Glen. Yeah, we'll give really a free nice. plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really if you nice. find my pitching wedge on like hole five <laughs> give me a give me a call yeah the guy i mean it's a good marketing play by the guy but he's like yeah i'll just i'll call you whenever we get it and but of course he's got to come back and he's not going to drive a half hour to a golf course yeah and then not play so it's it's actually it's funny because it's a club that christian hates when i use well it's from like the 90s or 80s it's so like, like this pitching wedge like 1974 like came with my old bag and uh I don't know why, but I love using it because it's so short. I feel like I can chip better with it. Yeah. And he's like, this thing sucks. Stop using it. So now he's saying it's an omen from God that I lost it to <laughs> yeah. not use it. Maybe when he gets it back, it'll be like new or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It'll Someone be like, say, yeah. this is a horrible example, but it'd be like Transformers where Megan Fox is like, this guy, this Transformer has all the technology in the world and it turns into this POS Camaro. And then he like... Bumblebee kicks him out, goes down the street, turns into a new Camaro and comes back. Child Buff's like, yes. what? So my pitching wedge will be like brand new pitching wedge. Yeah. Except yeah. my, it's not a transformer. Right, like that. Yeah. Right. I, I, I prefaced by it was a horrible analogy, but. Okay. All right. Well, we got a lot on our plate tonight. Also, literally, because we're going to dinner after this. But also, uh, there's not a lot going on in the NHL this week. So it's a nice little quick episode like one drive to work, depending on where you work. So yeah, that's, uh, that's what we're looking at tonight. But the biggest news that we have following the Jim Rutherford news of last week is that the Pittsburgh Penguins hire a new front office, basically. Their new GM will be Ron, Ron Hextall, and their new president of hockey operations will be Brian Burke. Hextall comes directly from the Flyers. Uh, he was canned there in 2018 after a relatively successful run as GM there. Um, and then Brian Burke won a cup with the Anaheim Ducks as their GM in 06 and 07. And he's also had general manager or hockey ops roles with the Whalers, Canucks, Maple Leafs, and Flames. Um, and I'm sure there's more on like more junior roles, but, um, you know, it's, I guess it's good for them that I don't know a ton about these guys, but you know what, it's good to have a general manager, which they have not for the last week. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Jim Rutherford was – I didn't like him because he was good at his job. Yeah. So it was weird uh, to see him step down. But obviously we talked about last week, he'll be back. Um, and I'm, I'm a big Ron Hextall fan, mainly because he was a – he's one of the greatest goalies ever, and he wore pads that were like shin guards in soccer, and he essentially like played a, a third defenseman. And well, like he in the like, goal yeah, race. he like pioneered the goalie goal. Yeah. I mean, they, they released a video of every goalie goal ever because that's how few there have been. And it was only like a 10 minute video, but he had at least one, maybe more. I think he, I know Patrick him, Waugh had a couple too. Patrick Waugh is two. And I think yeah. Hexaw is two. Yeah. So, I mean, Patrick Waugh is considered the greatest goalie of all time. And Ron Hextall is definitely in the conversation. Yeah. So if you just have more than one goalie goal, you're in. You're into the club. Yeah. 
So not the not the two cups that he won. Yeah, Broad Street Bowl. Pecorino was the last guy to have one. So um, as a winner. So the way we understand, or the way I understand this uh, dynamic, is they hired two guys kind of to fill one role, but it's mostly going to be Ron Hextall making the decisions. He'll report directly to Brian Burke, it said in the article, but Burke will serve as Hextall's primary advisor. So it sounds like Burke is going to have the power to override, but um, in an ideal world, Hextall is going to be, you know, left to his own devices when making decisions, which I think is the way it should be. Decisions by committee usually just mean things don't happen. So if it's one guy making decisions, at least we'll see. Um we saw it in Philly, Ron Hextall, I think they said, made 18 trades over four years, which was like last in the league in those, that four-year stretch, whereas Jim Rutherford was extremely active. You know, probably following them more than I do just because they're a rival. So that'll be a change for them unless, you know, that's just an organizational philosophy and Hextall has to take up this new habit of trading guys away. Well, it's easy when you're the GM of one back-to-back Stanley Cup champ, and two, when you have Crosby, Malkin, Gensel, Latang, like that core has never changed, and they're still playing. You're just trying a, to build around them. Yeah. Still playing at an unbelievable level. Um, it makes your job pretty easy. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, good luck to them. Hopefully, they finish last in the division every year because I don't like Penguins. All right. Hopefully this year, yeah, because at least they're in our division this year. Yeah, okay. our division. There's some COVID trouble around the league. Uh, Buffalo returns to practice today, Wednesday. They'll restart games on Monday. They had their weekend series with the Capitals, right? Yeah, Thursday, Saturday. They had that canceled, yep, or postponed, I should say. Uh, Three other teams have been added to the COVID list, as you could say. Uh, Minnesota, Colorado, and Philadelphia are all on pause as we speak. Which is awesome because the Caps had 13 players out and we still had to play for some reason, so it's all good. Yeah. The Flyers have one tested positive, and they're like, dude, we can't play you guys because we almost lost to you guys without eight of your starters. So. He's not a salty. Yeah. He's not a salty. Whatever. All the Russians hang out in the hotel room. Well, speedy recovery to those guys. I hope everyone's being careful so we can have an NHL season really finish. Uh, The good thing is that the NHL has allowed for time like this, whereas the NFL did not, and they got lucky. I mean, it was still only one bye week, and I think almost every team had to cancel their bye week. At least one, yeah. And move it around because whatever. Other teams had COVID trouble, even if they didn't. But there is time structured into the NHL playoffs. I mean, to the NHL season. The playoffs are not set in stone, so they're willing to start that, uh, you know, whenever they have to. So they're also moving, or they're also strengthening. What word is that? They're also uh, implementing stricter COVID rules with like no glass behind the bench and other things of that nature. I didn't read like the whole huh. press release, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, shortening the time that players can arrive before the game is another yeah. thing. So uh, they realize that this is starting to become an issue that they don't want to deal with, So, which obviously. Absolutely, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sucks, but what are you going to do? You yeah, know, exactly. We're literally in a, in a global parabola. So Yeah, <laughs> global panorama. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you haven't seen the trend on TikTok, I don't have TikTok, but uh, – you replace pandemic with a P word just to throw someone off. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Middle of a parallelogram. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. Okay. Wayne Simmons. (laughs) Out four to six weeks with a broken wrist. Uh, 
he hasn't really been revel. Re- oh my lord, I'm off today. He hasn't been relevant since he was with the Flyers. So today in the car, we saw this truck ahead of us that was from like the '90s or '80s, and uh, I was like, "How many uh, miles an hour do you think that gets?" And I was like, "How many gallons per? How many miles per gallon do you think that car gets?" So it's just another one of those. Uh, and we talked moments. about that. We talked about this last week when. Well, I think it's a little different when you physically. You were like, speak. you were like two, four, five, six. That's a string. <laughs> yeah. So we we just hang out too much and. I don't know. We lose brain cells yeah, somehow. Yeah, we just end up stupid when we're around. <laughs> All right, Patrick Laine, the newest acquisition of the Columbus Blue Jackets, was benched. Bum. His That's hit, harsh, um, but he was benched after mouthing off to an assistant. Riders described his defensive eff- effort thus far on the Jackets as lackluster. So, uh, so it was speculated that that was why he was benched, but then it came out afterwards that it was not. It was because he mouthed off. But I'm inclined to believe that he mouthed off because he was getting yelled at because he doesn't play defense. Isn't this the reason you don't like him? Like he's a yeah. he's a pure goal scorer. He's Ovechkin well, before Trotz came. So, he's a he's a sit there, yeah. snipe the puck, don't move. But if if he had half the scoring ability of Alex Ovechkin, he still has a lot of scoring ability. But he's no Alex Ovechkin. That's true. Um, and there were like allegations, and I guess some players admitted to it in in Winnipeg of not treating Line A very well. Like, I mean, the word bullying is thrown around a lot, but so you don't really want to say that. But I guess hazing and like holding him too accountable, maybe basically being mean, being a meanie. Um, people being mean to yeah. him, or he was being no bullied. people being oh. mean to him. Well, so the reason he wanted out, I've said this before, is that or his reason is that he wanted to play in a bigger market. Um, so he went from Winnipeg, which is a pretty big market in itself because they got hockey back when they, before they mm-hmm. had it in the eighties and uh, he went to Columbus. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, like I was saying, he doesn't want to be there. Which There were reports cool. that he was having trouble in Winnipeg with mental health, but also like, and this is what I said to my dad, I'm inclined to believe that that's all stems from him not playing responsibly and him not being responsible off the ice or on the ice. He's a big video game guy. People say he's on video games until like 4 a.m. His attitude just doesn't seem like it's the best. So it's like it's chicken or the egg. Is he getting yelled at basically by teammates and leaders on the team because he – And that's why he plays bad? Right. Or or does he get yelled at because he plays bad? So, I mean, we're starting to see that. It may not matter who he's playing for. He's not going to come back on defense. And you know what? He's going to hear it from coaches, namely Tortorella, obviously. He's going to well, we knew that was going to happen. So, But it's, it's kind of like, I mean, if he – say he gets moved again, and this is the same thing that happens. It's kind of like that guy who gets dumped by four different girls, and you're like – All right, it's on you now. Like, maybe it's you, like, and you don't want to say that, but at some point, like, if the same thing keeps happening with different teams, different people, maybe you're the problem. Um, So take some, literally call up uh, Bergie and and learn tips on how to get back in the defensive zone. Every team has guys that, you know, should be ushering him in, and I'm sure they're trying to, but well, if you're on for whatever reason, he just doesn't want to go out to dinner with Cam Atkinson. He'll tell you, he'll tell you how to play both sides of the buck. Good example. Yeah. 
Jeez. All right. So anyway, we don't want to hate on that too much. Well, we kind of do. Okay. Let's get into the power rankings because the rightful heir has finally taken the throne. The Boston Bruins at number one in the NBC Sports. See, Matt, I told you that their rankings were good. No, you didn't. We've been trashing them for weeks. Um, also, I want to disclosure. This is going to be a quick episode because as of, I guess, this week, um, Tiger Vision is back to, to creating content. Mm-hmm. Me, Christian, Marissa, who's the GM, we're trying to get a live news team going. Christian's going to be let's, – let's shoot it down to Christian. He's going to be live at the scene on mm-hmm. mic. Hopefully, I'll be doing some anchoring, some editing. Maybe so, some stuff will be blowing up behind um, me. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm here. Like, we're going to throw him out there in, <laughs> in, like, a, hurricane. in a hurricane. He's going to off the screen. Anyway, um, so as of this week, I have been promoted to director of marketing for Tiger Vision. And this man takes my shoes, fills my shoes, which are really small shoes to fill, uh, size eight and a half, um, <laughs> as club sports liaison. So that's why we're rushing because we got a meeting in seven minutes. Yep. But big things are coming. We'll keep you all posted. Yeah. But before we go, we got to talk about the power rankings. It's weekly. Boston. As Christian says, he's never had anything wrong with these power yeah, rankings. Yeah. I mean, they're just Whereas so two weeks good. ago, the Bruins were like 18th. And they're so. all just so level headed, all the people that decide them. So it'd be good for them. We finally figured it out. Shout Boston. out to NBCSports.com because we take their rankings every week. So, and they come out on Mondays. And we do our podcast on Wednesdays. Yeah. But go ahead. You already said number one. Okay. Number one, Boston. Agreed. Number two, Tampa Bay. Whoa, whoa. Do I get to say my two cents on number sure. one? Sure. Go ahead. Um, this is totally wrong. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Pasta has seven points in the last four games. Five goals. Five goals, two assists. Uh, he's pissed that he didn't win. I mean, he did win the Rocket Richard last year because there's no co. There's just two Rocket mm-hmm. Richards. Uh, he's pissed he didn't win sole possession of that, so he's coming after it again. Boston looks good. Yeah. They're eight one and two, uh, scoring a lot of goals, yeah. which is typically not the mark of that team. So, and Tuca looks like he's invested. Yep. So we'll see. Yep. We'll see how if they can win the division. Number two, Tampa Bay Lightning. Here's a description on them from NBCSports.com. Even when you take away one of the best offensive players in hockey, Nikita Kucherov, this team is still too much for everyone else. There is no weakness on the roster. I have to agree. Their decor is notoriously strong, um, you know, headed by – and notice the word, use of the word head. Ah, Victor nice. Hedman. H-E-D. Yeah, H-E-A-D, too. Um, and he's a, a perennial Norris contender. So, he leads their back end. Vasilevsky is a Vezina winner. He's among the best in the world. And, of course, they score a ton of goals. So Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. This on paper, I mean, last year on paper, they might have been the greatest team of all time. Yeah. Um, they just had so much depth and their decor was just so good. And Vasilevsky played like a Vesna winner. So, um, yeah, I mean, I agree with this. Even without Kucherov, Stamkos is back and he's healthy. Point is playing lights out. Their secondary scoring, your boy Pat Maroon is scoring goals. So, yeah. 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 Uh, they're going to be they're going to be tough to stop from going back to back number three toronto uh austin matthews Ooh. austin matthews is on a four game not goal streak. austin matthews but. he's on a four game goal streak and as this article says austin matthews is not going to score 50 goals in 56 games but he might make it interesting so i mean if that's any indication of how well he's 
putting the puck in the back of the net. And all three of those guys, um, along with Marner and Tavares, are up there. In See, the league what, league, so. what is that? Bushley, he has 11 goals in 12 games. He's on pace for 50. Crazy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Why are you saying he's not going to? And Mitch Marner has 21 points in 12 games. So uh, he's actually catching up to the people that we said would never get caught, Dreisaitl and McDavid, who, as of the posting of this, Toronto and not Edmonton, Montreal. Anyway, the, uh, Montreal and Edmonton play tomorrow. Montreal, Toronto play tonight. I, I'm getting Canadian teams mixed up. Anyway, Toronto is going to be the real deal. Yeah. Um, and while we're talking about Toronto and getting into our next team, Montreal, that's our game of the week this week. Matt, what night is that again? So Toronto, Montreal are tonight. Uh, if you're listening to this, it'll probably be tomorrow. So Thursday. So Wednesday night. And then they play again Friday, I believe. Or Saturday. But either way, there's two games this week. Um, and we'll just get right into Montreal. It says, signing Josh Anderton, Anderson to a seven-year contract after an injury-shortened season in 2020 where he scored one goal in 26 games. Looked risky, and it still is, but so far he has eight goals in 12 games. Yeah, not a bad start, they say. Not a bad start at all. Saturday, 7 o'clock, NHL Network, Montreal-Toronto. Montreal, second in the division, Toronto first, that Canadian division is on fire. Yeah, Montreal lost a couple of games, but they're still – I think they deserve to be where they are. Uh, they're a great team, and those will be fun games to watch. Yeah, and that uh, Claude Julien yeah. style of hockey against the high-flying Toronto Maple Leafs. Clash. That matchup is – that's what we like we'll to see. We'll see what happens. So, um, I, I mean – you even said it. Growing up a Boston fan, you were bred to hate Montreal. It's, you find it hard to hate them now. They're such a yeah. fun team to watch. If you love the game of hockey, you want Carey Price to get a cup so bad because he's just been so good for that team when he's yeah. not injured. So. And I felt like I've had more of a hate to Toronto just because we see them more often in the playoffs. And they've been our little brother. Like, and they're we, bums. We so. beat up on them. But, like, I mean, they're – I still don't like them, but they're, they're definitely fun to watch. And they have so much swag, too. It's yeah, all so much talent. I now mean, that I'm you 23 can't, and you Mitch can't Warner hate. and Austin Matthews are 23, what am I doing with my life? You can't hate Austin Matthews. He's such a cool guy. Well, USA, too. Yeah. He's going to win us the Olympics. Arizona. All right, number five, Carolina Hurricanes. Sveshnikov is in the process of his major breakout season. Um, I thought last year was a yeah, major breakout season. Yeah, well, two years ago he got it, so. Either way, Carolina's good. Destroyed uh, in the playoffs by a Michigan. I mean, yeah. he was put to sleep. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was two years ago. But yeah. I know. That's crazy. Jeez. Okay. Uh, anyway. Carolina's great, too, though. Morassic has been on the bench, and they've still been winning games. Ajo's balling out. Smeskov's mm-hmm. um, balling Sebastian out. Sebastian Ajo, one of two. Because there are two Sebastian Ajo's, which is hilarious. Are there? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that. That's the other crazy. one's not nearly as good. Obviously, but there's two Sebastian Arnos. That's a fact. Uh, yeah, and Trocheck coming over from Florida. That's a that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Uh, he's such an underrated player, especially when he was on Florida. So yeah, another great team. So Matt, really quick, give me one team that you think should be in here that is not. Uh, Vegas four Vegas. game win streak. Yep, Mark Stone might win the heart this year. Vegas has to be in there. You know who I'm going to put in that's not in here, and I don't know if they should be in the top five, but there's someone I want to give credit to, Florida Panthers. They've lost either one or zero games in regulation. They had a late start to their season, but, I mean, they're still coming out of the gate hot. So, 
hopefully Florida keeps it up because they, they got my guy Keith Yandel, who's still going strong on his Ironman streak. So yeah, and again, Florida fans him. are like, bench him. We don't want him. Yeah. Screw his Ironman well, streak. First of all, most Florida fans are like, who was Keith Yandel? But then the, That's not true. The only ones who the actually, Florida fans that went like during hockey season are snowbirds. So they actually watch hockey. Probably people up north okay. going down for the winter. To, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. That's, I mean, that's got to be Florida fans. There's no way someone born Fun. near wherever F- Florida even plays, where they play. Sunrise. It's in Miami. Okay, near so, Miami. yeah. No way Miami natives are like, yeah, Keith Yandel. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? All right. <laughs> all right, that's all we got for today. I know it's a quick episode, <laughs> but we'll be back next week and then in Three weeks, I believe, we'll be doing our live podcast on a Wednesday night. March 3rd. Caps versus Bruins. Um, yeah, that's three weeks from tonight, four weeks from tonight, whatever it is. We forgot to do our fantasy update. It's mayhem. We'll talk about it's it It's unbelievable. Week. Nick is pissed. Zach's pissed. I suck. There's my division. That's all it is. <laughs> Danny's beating me right now. So, all right. We'll see you all next week. Happy birthday to me. I'm 23. Oh, my God, I'm old. See ya.